everyone, and welcome back to Then Again. Today we have me, Marie, and we also have the singer-songwriter Janie Waddell, who is originally from Georgia, but is currently living in Nashville, and we are going to be talking about country music. So country music has played a large role in the culture of Georgia, and many Georgians have played a major role in the history of country music. So, Janie, how did you get into singing and songwriting and decide that country music was going to be where you focused on? So, from an early age, I think kindergarten, mm -hmm. my mom had my brother and I in piano lessons. So, that's where I got started with instruments. Mm -hmm. I always knew I wanted to play guitar, and she didn't let us choose until middle school. So, as soon as I turned, like, 11, I was like, I'm going to guitar. And up until then, I'd been writing, like, short stories and poems every day after school. And then after I started playing guitar, I found out about Taylor Swift and was like, oh, you can write songs. So started writing songs, really fell in love with country music around that time too. My dad and I would always listen to it in the car. And I just loved like how genuine it is and all the instruments like banjo, steel guitar, fiddle. I love all that stuff. So that's where I got my start. And I think as time went on, I fell more and more in love with country music. That's kind of how I decided that, okay, this is the path I want to go for. So you're from Marietta. Yes. And that is also where Travis Tritt was originally from. And he really revived the sound of Southern rock, which is a musical genre that Georgia claims to have originated. And he really brought it into country music. So who are some of your major inspirations and how did you find your sound? He is so cool, first of all. <laughs> major inspirations, obviously Taylor Swift. She's huge and has inspired so many people. I also love Thomas Rhett just the way he has pop influences and because he's so genuine in his writing and it's so personal to him, but he's able to have it applicable to all the listeners who hear it. So those who are very defining, I also, as you go through time and like write more and more songs and also meet more and more artists, you get to hear different styles, you'll write different songs to different people. So then being in Athens for college at the University of Georgia was also a really big place where like I grew and heard all different kinds of music and got some alt kind of styles in my music. So yeah, it's neat. Because Athens is such a major historic place for music. Oh, and yeah. like with bands originating there, like the B-52s and R.E.M. It's just so historical. So did you get to like play any places that they played or like some historic places in Athens or, or anything yeah. like that? Um, so I got to play at the Foundry several times, which I love the Foundry. It's such a cool venue and they really make you feel like home every time you play there. Mm -hmm. So love being there, would love to go back sometime soon. I have also played at Legion Field, which is really cool for a UGA Miracle event. Mm -hmm. And then I also played for Dance Marathon at like midnight in Tate Grand Hall, oh, which was so also fun. crazy. I literally went to a concert at the Georgia Theater and left that at like 1130 to go over to Tate and play. Oh wow, <laughs> night full of music. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then one of the times I played at the Foundry was actually to be part of Athfest, mm. which is Athens' big music festival that they do every summer. Obviously they couldn't do it this year, but I checked their website today and it's supposed to be back this upcoming summer. Ooh, so exciting. we'll be submitting my music again. Um, yeah. Um, but it was really cool to be a part of that too. That was the year that I graduated, so it really just kind of like was full circle for me. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so cool. So Georgia kind of claims to have started the country music genre with fiddle and John Carson, but then the country music genre has really grown, especially in Nashville. So how yeah. is your experience going from Georgia to Nashville to really pursue this gone? One thing that I've noticed about Nashville everybody is so welcoming there 
but not everybody is country music. Mm -hmm. So when I play writers rounds, a lot of the time it's with like alternative writers or like pop writers. So it's been really interesting for me to see that dynamic all within the one city. Mm -hmm. It's also just wild when you're in Nashville, like everybody is there to do music. So mm -hmm. I have rights like every day of the week now with different writers. You meet people everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. I'm a server and a host at a restaurant. Um, that's also a music venue. So I also meet so many writers there. Oh, nice. Like everywhere you turn is like a networking opportunity. Whoa. But there's a lot of Georgia still in there too. Mm -hmm. And all the Georgia artists in the Georgia like up and coming writers, we all know who each other are. So we collab a lot. We all like want to help each other make it to the top. So it's really awesome to just see that you still have that family all from having the connection of being from Georgia. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So you have a new single out called Push a yes. Button. It's fantastic. I love it. Can you tell us a little bit about that writing process and how that came about? Yeah. Okay. So that song, I wrote it my second summer in Nashville. I would go up every summer in college and just have an internship, but spend all the rest of my time writing with people. Yeah. So that song was the first song I wrote with Emily Kroll, mm -hmm. who is a fantastic writer. I was so terrified for that write because she's so good. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like I am not gonna do well, um, which obviously was not correct. <laughs> but we kind of got into the room and with writing sessions, a lot of the time you just talk about your life for like the first mm -hmm. hour and find some sort of inspiration in that. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to get over this guy that I had a thing with mm -hmm. And was at the point in the breakup where I was just kind of like, all right, logically I know that it's good that it ended and it needs to be over, but like feelings wise, I could not get over it. And I'd been telling people that I wish I could just like push a button and be completely done with it. Mm -hmm. And I said that in conversation with her and she was like, huh, push a button, like that's a cool song idea. Mm -hmm. And the song then like fell out in an hour and a half. Whoa. And what you hear now is almost exactly the same as what you hear on like our work tape. Mm -hmm. And songs don't usually come out that fast. Like it's usually like three hour writes or like yeah. you have to do multiple sessions and like change the melodies, change the structures. So when we got a song like that, we both kind of sat back and we're like, oh wow, this is really good. And then we were like, why have we not been writing? Cause it was literally my last day in Nashville, I think when we wrote. And then I left to go back to Georgia for mm -hmm. my senior year of college. But it's just a really special song. It, a lot of people have been relating to it. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that when I played it at shows, people were always like, can you please record that so I can listen to it? Yeah. So that's how it kind of became the first single too. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so when you, how do you find someone that you want to write with and then know that like preparing for that write? How does that go down? Yeah, that's a great question. Finding people a lot of the time will be going to like writer's rounds. Mm -hmm. So like you'll play your round and then just stick around and watch other people. Mm -hmm. And it very much is like a networking thing. Like you kind of need to be extroverted or at least extroverted enough to be able to go up to somebody and be like, hey, I really loved your stuff. If you ever want to write sometime, let me know. Mm -hmm. And honestly, people in Nashville too, like I feel like other places, it might be kind of creepy if you go up to a stranger and you're like, hey, let's write a song. Yeah. But in Nashville, it's totally a thing. And everyone's just like really open to opportunities and doing it. I've had some people find me on Instagram oh. and message me about it. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm the kind of person I'll try to write with anybody. Mm -hmm. In terms of preparing for it, usually I try to have either a couple like melodic hooks or a couple titles that I've been thinking about. And you really go into the room and everyone kind of shouts out the titles that they have or the mm -hmm. ideas they have. And you find one that everyone's kind of like, oh yeah, I like that. Or like, I have something else that would go with that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how you get started on the song. Nice. Can you tell us some of the 
title ideas that you might have floating around your head now? Ooh, yes. Oh my gosh. Hold on. I'm going to pull out my phone. Yes. <laughs> I have a ton of notes in my phone. Notes and voice memos. Like I'll sing random things into it nice. and I'll write random things into it. But let's see. Oh, I had one Monday morning quarterback that I think is a really cool Ooh. idea. Because like the Monday morning quarterback is always thinking back to like what he could have done differently on Sunday night and what he wished mm. he'd done. So I really want to write that. I've like brought it up in a couple rides, but nobody has like caught on to it. So it might just be one of the ones that I write on my own. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. I also love football. So I'm like, yes. Yes, go dogs. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I hope we beat Florida this week. Oh, I really hope I we really do. do. <laughs> I, really so. I wrote down something about drinking cold coffee. Ooh. I don't think that'd be a title. I think that'd be a little detail in the song mm -hmm. somewhere. I wrote down, I'm never the one. Get you back. Two birds, one stone mm -hmm. is something cool I want to incorporate. I don't know how I'm going to do like a play on words with that, but that's a big thing too. And like country music especially mm -hmm. is like the play on words, like taking a normal phrase, but mm -hmm. then just flipping it around, which I love doing. Those are some of them, but I literally, I have like 208 notes on my phone right now. <laughs> so it's so unorganized, but everyone does that and they're right. They all pull out their phones and are like, oh, I have this and this and this. But <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm excited to see where some of those ideas take. Oh, you. me too. I will keep you posted. Yes. Oh, that'd be so exciting. <laughs> so with COVID 19, we know that there are so many music venues who are struggling right now and yeah. artists that are struggling. So how has that affected you in your launch of the single and just playing in general? It has been crazy. It's like I did my first writer's round that I have done since February, like beginning of February on this past Sunday. Mm -hmm. So that's literally like six, eight months of not playing any shows. So that's a huge way to connect with people and get mm -hmm. your music out there and make new fans. So especially with releasing this single, I kind of had to go into it knowing that most of my marketing was going to be like via social media and mm -hmm. other promotional things because I couldn't promote it through shows. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot more difficult to reach new people because you're not seeing like tourists out at venues. You're not like, I guess people don't get to have that kind of like sneak preview that makes them want to go and follow you. Mm -hmm. So I've had to do stuff like I'm doing a Starbucks gift card giveaway right now to try to like up my reach. It's a lot of trying to get on algorithmic playlists on Spotify and Apple Music. So it's been wild. The one, one of the blessings though has been that I'm still able to write with people. We do Zoom writes a lot and so that hasn't changed. It's a little weird doing it via computer screen, not the same vibe, but we still get good songs. And I've still been able to go in and record, which was amazing. Like we were able to get everyone in the studio and knock it out in a day. And so that is the only reason that Push a Button is out now. We recorded it in June. So that was a huge blessing. That's awesome. So what was like your experience of just going in there and recording your first single? Oh my gosh, it was crazy. I had never worked with studio musicians before, but my producer knew these people, Gideon Klein and Gabe Klein, who have a studio in Gallatin, Tennessee. And they are just unbelievable. They brought in their friend, Sam Hunter, and we tracked five songs that day. I have a whole project that's coming out in probably April or May of 2021. That's if I don't get impatient and drop it earlier. <laughs> but it was just insane. Like they heard the songs, they had these ideas. Push a button was the last one that we tracked that day. And so we were on hour like eight at that point, kind of delusional at the point where like everything is funny. And Gideon and Sam had this app on their phone where they could make beats. And so they made these beats and then they airdropped it to their big like recording Mac computer. And literally we just built the whole song around that. So it was 
unbelievable watching it come to life like that. It was the wildest experience. That's so cool. <laughs> so cool. Is there anyone that you like seen in Nashville who's famous like just oh yeah <laughs> two or three years ago Dan and Shay came in to the place that I work the listening room cafe they were about to play a show at Ascend Arena for CMA Fest and wanted to come and get dinner and we were I was like starstruck but we were like we will open the kitchen for you like go sit down Colby Calais came in a few weeks ago which is really cool I have seen who else have I met oh Garth Brooks did a show with PBS in June at the listening room. So that was really cool. I definitely, we had been told not to take any videos or anything, but I definitely hid behind a wall and took some videos. <laughs> so that was really cool. Oh, nice, nice. So we would absolutely love it if you could play something for us to take yeah. us out. Oh my gosh, I'd love to. I will play Push a Button for you guys, and I'm gonna play it the way that we wrote it. The way you hear it on the recorded version is a little bit different, so I'm gonna let you guys hear the original thing. said goodbye now come on i'd hear you sweet nothing's more bittersweet if you said them again i wouldn't be wandering where he's at wouldn't be losing sleep over the fact he's been talking to her a lot recently he's been texting me back but if i can just flip a switch swear I still care now But if I can just flip a switch Swear I wouldn't feel like this I'd be over it before we had Something that had to end If I can just turn back time I never would have crossed that line And we could go back to laughing Before feelings happen Lock that door if I could push a button. I wouldn't love him no more. I wouldn't love him. But I can't just cut that string. Just flip a switch Swear I wouldn't feel like 
that was fantastic. Thank you for inviting me. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. That's so fun. Wow. Is there anything else that like you wish I would have asked you? No, you came up with great questions. Honestly. Oh my gosh. Y'all can find my music on every major streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Tidal, Deezer. I have a link on my website, which is janiewaddell.com. Nice and simple. Two D's and two L's in the last name. <laughs> um, there's a link to that. There's a link to all my social media sites. I have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all just Janie Waddell. So yeah, come connect. Thank you so, so much, Janie, for coming in. Looking forward to see where your career takes you. Thank so excited you. for you with this uh, new release. Uh, just can't wait to see what next. Like that, we you know we yes. we might hear some of those songs that you mentioned there. Oh, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for our listeners for listening, and we will see you again <laughs> next time on Then Again. Then Again is a production of the Cottrell Digital Studio at the Northeast Georgia History Center. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps other folks discover us. We hope to see you during our weekly live streams every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Facebook and YouTube. You can also become a digital member of the History Center for as low as $3 a month or $35 a year to enjoy weekly members-only programs every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening.